0: You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Ball coach, Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you Inside the Locker Room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
1: Hey, good morning and welcome into a Monday edition Inside the locker room, 205 342 9904. always, his phone number, if you'd like to get in with us this morning. Twitter at locker room 109 at Barry Sanderson at Wimp Sanderson 1. And the email address for the show is wimpandberry at yahoo.com. Download the Tide 100.9 app to your smartphone, and you can take us with you anywhere you go. Pressure treated pine from Great Southern Wood. Uh, it is the absolute best. So if you want it to last, uh, protect from rot, fungal decay, whatever you need. Pressure-treated pine. Go to yellowwood.com to find the dealer that is closer to you. And when you build that five-star backyard, make sure you use yellowwood. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then believe me, you don't want it. All right, the uh, committee has spoken that. I think they got it right. A lot of people were mad at me over the weekend. Um you know, I tried to call it as I see it, and I did not think Alabama deserved to be in the
2: Well, I got before. something to say about
1: it. But All right, cool. go, ahead. go ahead. No, I'm, I'm going to say about it at the
2: end. I, I um, Go ahead and finish what you're
1: going to say. Uh, I just didn't think they uh, deserved to be in, regardless of what happened. Now, if TCU would have gotten blown out, okay, maybe, and I had texted you and somebody else, I said, once TCU – Loses. Coach Saban's going go on a media tour, uh, trying to state the case. And I thought, I love Coach Saban. I think he's very smart. He's the best coach in college football. But to go out bragging about we were three and out in our last three games, when one of them was uh, Auburn, the other one okay. was uh, who was the other one, the uh, the Division One Double A team,
2: Austin. 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 Austin okay. Arbor. I don't know. I don't, I don't know how it, was, how it should come down. Okay.
1: But, but you I, I want Austin understand. P. You beat Austin P. I, I got it.
2: I understand all that. Uh, I won't, I want. Uh, I don't. Uh, I understand how it came down. I know it's very, very difficult. Uh, but I want. To, I want these people to call in. Call. Call Joe or call you. If TCU had lost by twenty two points at home, would they have been in the college th- final four? And the answer to that is no. Would, they, would they, If you call in and tell me yes, would they? If they had lost by twenty-two points at home for the first time in a, bu- a bunch of years, would they? Would TCU have been in the college playoff? You got an answer to that.
1: I mean, the guys. I'm,
2: I'm, I'm not saying who should be in. I ask you, you should. If, they, if that had happened to them, with it? with that? Matter? I mean,
1: it, it factors on who's behind them. Uh, you know. A one-loss, should a two-loss team jump a one-loss team in these situations? I mean, I I Ohio
2: State gets the benefit of every down. I've been a big Ohio State fan, and there's nobody else to put in there.
1: Yeah, there's nobody else to put in there.
2: Nobody else to put in there. But if TCU had lost by 22 points at home against somebody that's a rival the way uh, Michigan is to Ohio State, would they have been in the Final Four? And all of you know that they would not have. Well,
1: if – Clemson could just beat South Carolina at home. If if, if Tennessee could have gone to South Carolina and won. They had so many things happen for them okay. that normally would not happen for them to actually backdoor their way into, because there was nobody else to put in.
2: Okay. Get that question answered for me. Blue Plate, I won that, uh, by the way. You didn't say anything about it, but it went win. <laughs> and uh, uh, 17. And uh so I've done really good on the blue plate. The blue plate's been very hard to pick,
1: and uh, I don't know what the record is now. but 9-5-1, that's, that's, probably really, better that's than what, really good. 9-5-1 is excellent. Okay, basketball, uh,
2: SEC, uh, Alabama plays Houston. Kentucky uh, got by Michigan. Kentucky's got a long way to go to be where they need to be. Gonzaga's 5-3. and three. Louisville is 0-7 as I jump around a little bit. North Carolina lost that fourth straight game uh at the Indiana and Virginia Tech. So basketball in the ACC has kind of gone south a little bit, and um, we'll see what happens in the SEC. The same five teams I mentioned are the, are the five best. Denny Crum, uh, and this doesn't have anything to do with little' being 07, but Denny Crum is not well. Uh, I'll just leave it at that, not well at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate that for him. I hate that for his wife. I know his wife a little bit. She's a very nice lady. Uh, Cowboys won last night, 54 to 19 over Colts. Victor Ho- Hovland, uh, Ho- Hovland, Hovland, I guess it is. I think you pronounce it right. He's from, um, I think he went. I think he's from Norway, but he played Oklahoma State. I think Trent Dilford uh, uh, is going to be the new coach at uh, in football at UAB. Uh, UAB beat South Alabama. Nobody talked about that much. I Always talk about interstate rivals. Uh, I don't know if the place is full or not, but uh, UAB beat. South Alabama, uh, Alabama. I guess will play Kansas State and Sugar. There uh, Won't be any bowl games on the on the first of December on the, on the first of January of this year because it falls on a Sunday. Alabama had uh, has had nine players leave the tra- go to the transfer portal, and I'm not going to name all of them. But the, the the latest one was the Cohen kid. Uh, I think he's from Phoenix City. He's a two year starter. He's had some problems with, with things that are going on. I don't know. Uh, exactly what's going on. I will say this to you, and I want all of you to understand this because most of you don't. Behind these scenes, behind the scenes where you don't know and I don't know, but I do know, the the NIL is a killer for these people looking to see what they got versus what the other, other players got. It is a killer. It will be a killer, and you will see tonight. Last night at midnight, you could enter the transfer portal, and uh, it'll be it'll be a transfer. I can't get up here and name all the transfers for every every team in the world, but that's the way it's going to be. But the NIL will have a lot to do. I was with a media guy the other day when I spoke at, it. spoke it. Uh, it burned me up at uh, at Huntsville, and in fact, he went with me up there, and he said he liked it. He liked it because of media. People get a lot to talk about. Ole Miss uh, thought they had a very good four-star offensive lineman. He flipped him and went to Missouri. So uh, I've told you, Dion, of course, is going. We, you know, Barry's all excited about that. I'm sure he's going to Colorado. He's going to Colorado. And I'm sure he'll do a, a really good job. Be quite different for him. He'll get some of, a lot of players out of there, and I think they'll get their, their program started back. So basketball has gone all which way different. Different uh, with the wins and losses by the big teams up front. Houston will be pick number one, when Alabama plays them, I'm sure. Um, and then um, Gonzaga, I don't know where they'll be because they're five and three at the
1: present time. So that's all I got. How about the AD at uh, Colorado when they asked about how they're going to pay? where they get the money to pay Deion sanders he said we don't have it yet but i think we're gonna be able to get it uh wow what an answer that was we don't have it <laughs> yet but uh i think we'll be able to get it. I, I wish he would have taken that job is that i know when scott was at uh, colorado they were really good in football that's been a long time ago um is that a job? They were one and eleven this year. Um, well, I
2: think that's the kind of job he takes. Do you? Sure, that's the one, You know, if he he goes, he goes three. He goes three and eight. He made an improvement next year. He goes five and five, five and six. He, I, I think that's the kind of job he takes. I think if you can get players, you can go to California and get players, and not that many minority players he want to take. But uh, he'll go to California and get a bunch. His name will resonate. A lot of times you will go into homes of people who really don't, who really not going to go with you, but they want to meet you. <laughs> and that, that's the kind of thing. It's just like Trent is going to get up and speak to everybody, everybody in, in Birmingham for everybody has their hand up. He better not speak to me and pick people with nickels in their pocket. He better speak to people that's got money in order to get the NIL the way he needs it. Cause that's one of the reasons that that uh, bill that's,
1: that's, that's the problem. There's not any money there for football. Yeah, so uh, mostly I did watch Dion's press conference, and they videoed him walking through all the facilities there, and uh, showed him talking to the players, and he basically told them, the ones that don't want to work, you just go going to the portal that I'm bringing some baggage with me. And it's, I don't know if he said Louis Vuitton or something. He had his son there. and said he was going to be the quarterback. So if I were the quarterback at Colorado, I don't know if the guy was a senior or not. I may be looking around. Right. Well,
2: speaking of quarterbacks, uh, and I don't know anything about the Heisman, but never has ever, ever a guy played his heart in me uh, and, and not try to show his fan. just played his guts out as a quarterback did at TCU. Oh, unbelievable. He played his heart out. He played as hard as he could play. And you watched him yesterday when they announced that TCE was in. Everybody got up and roared. He didn't get up much.
1: No, he yeah, sure I noticed he that, just, that as well. He just
2: he sat just there. He sat right there. This guy, this guy was not a showboat. He was not anything. He was determined that he's going to get across the goal line. And uh, I don't know how they vote who's going to be anything. But. Uh, he certainly deserves something for the way he played and the way – And I he don't play. like people. So, so many people can learn from him. So many players can learn from him.
1: Yeah, it's uh, probably the end of that game. If it wasn't for the championship, he probably shouldn't have been in there. I mean, he was beat to a pulp and just kept fighting. And for people to say, well, Ben would beat TCU by – you don't know that. Uh, and for coaches to say we would be favored, that's not how you pick it. You win it on the field. So I just – I understand why he went on his little media tour. He had Marty Smith out at the house that night, but uh, Marty
2: Smith, Marty Smith's a joke.
1: <laughs> well, I like Marty Smith. Why are you? I not can't
2: stand. Him? I can't stand Marty and Marty. That's the silliest crap I have ever seen in my life. He's a joke.
1: Marty Smith is excellent. Marty Smith is awful. No, he is funny. He's well, good. You, you have him at your house. That guy's he's terrible. A, he's humble as he can be. He's terrible. You're wrong. Marty and Marty are terrible. I don't argue about that show. That's not great, oh. but Marty Smith is good. Marty, I think Marty Smith's good. Uh, yeah, I really do. Good. All right, to the Yellowwood Hotline. Get Bryce in. Good morning, Bryce.
3: Good morning, Barry. Uh, good morning. I'm with your dad on this Marty and Marty thing. I won't go into political, but he had a, he was so happy when it when the things changes in NASCAR started. But so first of all, Coach. Uh, you,
2: North Alabama, you and hearted hired a football coach. Yeah, to- yeah, I'm sorry. They, they hired a guy that uh, was the offense coordinator at Florida Atlantic. Yeah, sure did. And uh, this guy, he seemed like he's been around, and he's, uh,
3: he ought to be good for that, for that position. You're you know, and they're real excited about him. The AD is, he said. But anyway, uh, yeah, TCU deserves to be in, and this quarterback is like a – Bryce Young, he, he puts it all out on the field for his team. The stupidest play, I do not know why they didn't sneak the ball down there. And this guy is supposed to be a good offensive uh, play caller. They should have snuck the ball in, tried to the running back trying to run the ball five yards to get into the end zone. On, you only need a half a yard. They should have snuck the ball in the big boys, and they would have won the game. Uh, what do you think, Barry?
1: Um. Uh... Yeah, I'm not sure. I wouldn't have kicked it. Uh, you got to get points there, but uh, not making it just killed them. Obviously, the game was over once they didn't make it. But uh, I think they fought so hard to get back. You get that touchdown and they go for two, and it was a pretty easy pass right there to make it. Uh, I thought TCU showed a lot of a lot of character. And Kansas State's tough, too. If Alabama is not ready to play in that bowl game, Kansas oh, State will – the, uh, Coach, you said something about having two bad losses or bad loss. I think he was referring to Kansas State. Kansas State will come to New Orleans ready to roll. I can assure you that.
4: Oh, yeah,
3: sure they will. they got nothing to lose. If Alabama don't show up and play. I heard a rumor the other day, uh, and and, it, and I hadn't heard from nobody else. I hadn't heard you all saying, Somebody said that a uh, boy from Tennessee, Simpson, is going to transfer to to Tennessee. Have you heard
1: anything about that? Nah, I mean, I saw somebody throw it on Twitter, but I don't ever know
3: if that's true. Right, uh, that's, uh, that's all it was, and that's what I tried to tell my nephew. I said, I don't think that kid's going nowhere. He could be your starter next year.
1: Yeah, you so, know. all right, Bryce.
3: But, but if anybody goes in, but one thing else I wanted to say, Coach, I'm with you, I agree with you about Ohio State. I mean, you got the 48 strength schedule and you lose, get blowed out by home by your arrival, very probably going to hang up on me. Uh, you don't deserve to be there. But, unfortunately, Alabama didn't deserve to be there, but who are you going to put in there? Because Ohio State don't deserve to be there. And that's the way I'm going to leave it. There wasn't anybody, uh, the it only point on. I'm
2: making to you is, uh, Rich Davis, now, I don't always agree on stuff because he didn't, whatever. But... Uh, Rich Davis is right on that. They get every break in the world. Ohio state does. And you get beat 20, you get beat 22 at home by Michigan, but there's nobody else to put in there. I knew that. Yeah. It
1: had to fall right for them. Clemson had to lose South Carolina. Tennessee had to lose South Carolina. USC had to lose all those things happen. And they were standing there, uh, with the opportunity. If I'm Michigan, I hate that they get in there. I may have to play them again, which probably won't happen. I don't think they're going to beat Georgia and Atlanta, but, uh, We will see. 205-342-9904. We'll take the break here. Two-minute truck at 1330 Martin Road East. you looking to make a local move out of town, out of state? Moving is stressful enough, so let the professionals handle it. They'll take great care of you and your stuff. Give them a call today for the free estimate. 205-247-5050. Two-minute truck. Movers who care
5: tide 100.9 traffic from the towns nissan traffic center no active wrecks everything looking pretty good on this monday morning now we do have some congestion on mcfaughton at us 43 in northport stop and go traffic on mcfaughton in the construction zone also in northport if you see other conditions of course give me a call towns and nissan is in the christmas spirit the spirit of giving they're giving you great deals go see them top dollar for your trade i'm cabin ray Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread.
6: Good Monday morning. The parking lot of Tuscaloosa's North River Yacht Club was booby-trapped with homemade tire spikes on Friday night during a Christmas party for employees and executives at Warrior Met Coal. Of course, Warrior Met being struck by 1,000 coal miners who have been on strike since April 2021 over their contracts. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more local news, sports, and weather coverage throughout the day. It's free. Don Hartley, Town Square Media, Tuscaloosa.
7: Townsend Nissan is your super savings vehicle dealer right here at home in Tuscaloosa with over 100 pre-owned vehicles in stock and priced for immediate delivery. And yes, if you are looking for
8: a new Nissan... I ...just took the radio and TV airwaves... To tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is a pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build. Just go to the internet, look at yellow wood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Tide
9: 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The chance of a few scattered showers today, mostly cloudy with a high at 62. Cloudy tonight, rain likely at times, temperatures rising through the 60s. Tomorrow, the weather turns warm for December, a good chance of rain, mainly during the morning, the high 75. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 53 degrees in Tuscaloosa.
0: For more from Tide 100.9, let's it fly. us on Twitter, Facebook, and SoundCloud.
1: Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Yellowwood.com You see all the different products and services they have with pressure-treated pine from Great Southern. When you build the five-star backyard, build it to last, use Yellowwood. Go to Yellowwood.com to find the dealer that is closest to you. Alright, how uh, how tough of a job does Coach Saban have? Uh, that these players here are used to
2: well, I think he shouldn't have gotten on there yesterday. Personally, I, I think probably we he would have been better off had he just not gotten on there.
1: You talking about Saturday night?
2: Yeah. yeah. I think you probably, I think I think uh, I think the NIL is is killing a lot of schools, I think it has an effect on Alabama. I think it has an effect on him. Um he's gonna I turn this thing next year. There's no doubt about it. But he's he's his years are, are just, you know. He he is. I would say, in his mind, in he and his wife's mind right now, his years are uncertain. Yeah. We like to put a number on it. We like to put five, eight, three, whatever we want, number we want to put on it. But his no, his 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 numbers are uncertain.
1: Um, yeah, I, I'm speculating here, uh, and Joe, I'll let you chime in as well. Javion Cohen was a two year starter. He originally committed to Auburn uh, from Central Phoenix City, which is, you know, a stone's throw to Auburn. You think somebody could have gotten into Auburn dying for offensive linemen. You think NIL could be factoring into this where they say, hey, look, get in the portal. We got to have linemen down there, we can get you. They got all this money supposedly built up there. Do you think these could factor into why? Why would a two-year starter at Alabama put his name in the transfer portal? Um, I mean, you got to speculate. It's got to be something like that, all right? And you think that has anything to do with it? Possibly. Joe, Dad, Dad, you. I,
2: I didn't understand. Javian
1: I Cohen, Javian Cohen, the kid who put his name in the port, two-year starter, had originally committed to Auburn, flipped. Seattle. Do you think NIL, you know, Auburn's got a lot of money down there. They need and Their line was bad. Uh, you know, they just tell somebody down there at Phoenix City to get to him. I'm speculating now, but those kind of things will be happening. Why else would a two-year starter leave Alabama? you think those things will be happening behind the scenes? Uh,
2: He's it, had some problems. From what I understand, he and a couple of offensive linemen have had some problems, struggling a little bit. Way things are going, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't like to use the word mental because that's not, the, that's not the right word. But um, anxiety, I guess, is the best word. And um, you, you have so many people pulling at you about what you're getting now, uh, and I don't know if this has anything to. What are you getting? You know, I, I hear this so and, so and so is getting this uh and what you're getting is that that word is is big to these kids uh you know i play as good as he did or better and it's uh it's a headache because the nil is behind some of the recruiting everywhere no doubt about it you would you wouldn't be fussing and complaining about the number of collectives that you got if it was not um it's involved with basketball and a lot of others so it's it's we've gotten ourselves into a, a complicated deal with uh, players calling the shots. Now you turn around, Barry, and, um, you don't know. And I don't know the number of people that will play in the bowl game. And that is a big time concern. Kansas state players will play in the bowl game because they've got, they want to beat Alabama. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alabama's paid players. Uh, the number will be quite different. I think I don't know that, Hadn't seen a number. Don't hadn't talked to anybody. But the number number of people that do not want to play now as a coach. If all you guys out there who are coaching and writing in, and knowing everything, as a if you're the coaching the team, they come in and tell you they don't want to play in the bowl game. But they 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 they're not but and they're not going to put their name in the transfer report. They just don't want to play. either way, what are you going to do? Are you going to play them? Uh, they're going to put their name in the transfer portal, but they want to, they'll play in the bowl game. What are you going to do with them?
1: Yeah. All right. Let's get to the Yellowwood Hotline. Get Philip in the show. Good morning, Philip.
10: Hey. Good morning, guys. Well, one thing for sure about this portal, uh, Barry, and this is kind of for you because I've been listening to you for so long. Uh, this this will this will definitely open up the door for playing time for the Brockemile boys.
1: Yeah. Uh, if they stay.
10: If they stay That's yeah. right. Yeah. I don't know what the, uh, you know the, the polling, I don't know what the answer is for that right now well uh, Philip Philip here's what here's what
2: you don't understand you have to conti- you have to continue to recruit the players you've already recruited right? <laughs> if they stay if they stay as an answer yes that's a not right answer but you not only do you recruit a guy to come to your school but then you have to re-recruit them and try to coach them in order to get them to stay.
1: You know, also uh, I it'd be interesting to see when the signing date comes up here in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. How many guys flip at the end? Uh, because, like, I will bet you that uh, all the guys that are committed to Alabama, the competition knows what Alabama what they're going to get. And so, if they mm-hmm. let's say let's say a kid's going to get twenty five thousand, if Ole Miss mm-hmm. and I heard this even happen, they come in and say, "Look, you come here. Your first year, you're going to get a hundred grand." How many guys will flip right at the end based off of something like that?
10: Oh, that's going to that's gonna happen. Sure. And, you know, by, by the same token, you know, Alabama's not going to be left out in the, in, the, in the desert struggling to get play. I mean, Alabama will get some replacements. It might not be a guy that the recruiting pundits have told us about, but Alabama will get some replacements. But, you know, heck, it's happening to everybody not just Alabama. I I work in LaGrange, Georgia. You know, I work around nothing but Georgia fans over here. And, you know, the first thing I got today was, what's going on in Alabama? Why are all the players leaving? Well, you know, they're they're just having a good time messing with me right now. But the thing about it, I remember two years ago, uh, Georgia played Cincinnati, and I think Georgia had about 20 guys leave the program that year.
1: Yeah. You know, one of the things is all the guys, Phillip, and you know this, that Alabama gets are highly sought after guys, guys that – you would probably pay to come to your school. Most of them, are four and five star guys that are, uh, you know, probably projected to be NFL players. Well those guys in so people will come after those guys with more money than they will some three star guy. So you know, it's gonna, yeah. it's gonna, you're gonna have to hold on to the bitter end to get those names on on the piece of paper. Right. So
10: I, I, it's, a, it's, a, it's a problem. I don't know how you combat it other than with millions of dollars, and that's the only way to combat it. Yeah, and and, and at some point. The, the goose that laid that golden egg is not going to be there. Yeah, At some point, those gooses are going to die off, and that's going to that's gonna be the problem right there.
1: Well, I um, think it's also going to set back. If you're Greg Byrne and you're wanting to build this basketball arena, but you got to get NIL money, well, you can't go to the same guy and say, I need to ask for money for the arena and ask for NIL money. So I think it's going to set facilities back uh, a oh. good bit for sure.
10: I agree, and you know one thing and i'll I'll go guys, but I just love listening to y'all, but um the thing about it the with the playoffs starting in two years uh you're you gonna have a a team you know that doesn't get that doesn't get one of the first four seeds you got you're gonna have some teams play four playoff games
1: if they get to the championship in their conference yep. they could absolutely if they, they if play they went all the way so, yeah yeah
10: so. You know, to me, why not just drop that that uh, tournament, the, the that conference championship
1: game, drop it. Well, I think they're going to play it. Like if Clemson, if they were worried, uh, Clemson, would be the three seed in this tournament because they won the ACC. So winning it does give you some advantage there. So we'll see. Thank you, Philip.
10: Y'all yeah, be good.
1: Thank you. All right, we'll get this break. I want to tell you about the uh, first in Maine. One of our great new sponsors is located uh, right there in Norport. Welcome to First Demand Community, a brand new gated condominiums located in the historic district of Norport. From a riverfront location, you'll enjoy easy access to walking along the Black Warrior River, dining, shopping in downtown Tuscaloosa. You're right there close to the University of Alabama. Inside the condominium, you'll find modern appliances, convenient layouts, and completely tranquility. The condominiums provide will inside of a gated, secure. Community right there. As I said, there's three bedrooms, three and a half baths, all granite countertops, all electric energy efficient internet and direct TV provided for free, 10 foot ceilings, large patios with upper level river views, easy access to the river walk, security cameras located right there down from City Cafe. Go to the website firstinmaincondos.com. If you dial this number, 205. 657 7465, and you decide that you want to rent one of these places, you'll get one month free. Now, that's a big deal there. One month free. Go to the website firstandmaincondos.com. You listen to Tide 100.9. It's your home of Alabama Sports.
0: Tide 100.9
5: traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. Everything looks pretty good on this Monday morning. Now, we do have some congestion on McFaulham at US 43 in Northport. Stop and go traffic on McFaulham in the construction zone also in Northport. If you see other conditions, of course, give me a call. Townsend Nissan is in the Christmas spirit, the spirit of giving. They're giving you great deals. Go see them. Top dollar for your trade. I'm Cabin Ray.
0: Tide 100.9 presents A Night with Award-Winning Elvis Tribute Artist Jerome Jackson Friday, December 9th at 7.30
1: back to inside the Lock room, yellowwood.com to find the dealer closest to you. They've got a gallery right there on to give you some great ideas to build the five-star backyard, and when you build it, use pressure-treated pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, you don't want it. All right, to the Yellowwood Hotline, former assistant football coach at uh, Florida State Ole Miss, Uh, radio personality in Atlanta over Mississippi, always joins us every Monday. Max Howell. Good morning, Max. How are you?
2: Great, guys. How y'all
1: this morning? We're good.
2: Doing good, Max. Go ahead, Barry. Uh,
1: Max, Alabama uh, was not in the Final Four. Uh, right. You know, if they want you to have Bama glasses on over here and always say they should be, they shouldn't have been. Uh, now, Ohio State just got lucky that a lot of things fell their way with Clemson losing, Tennessee losing, both to South Carolina. So, South Carolina played a big part in this Final right. Four. Uh, where does Alabama go from here? Uh, Coach said yesterday he hadn't even talked to uh, Bryce or Will Anderson about play. They probably wanted to see what was going to happen and what bowl they were going to be in. But uh, those two guys probably will not be back. We'll see if they're going to play in the bowl. But uh, it's going to be a hard job to get these guys up ready to play over in New Orleans in the Sugar Bowl. How tough of a job does his coaching staff have?
2: I don't think there's any doubt, Barry. I mean, go back and think, what, a few years ago when they played Utah? Uh, that was the theme. That, hey, you know, the kids weren't interested. Well, a lot of that goes to the coaching staff. And I think there's some ways they can tweak that thing during practice time. I don't think they've got to run them to death, beat them to death. Uh, I watched the, the kids' state ball game the other day. And, uh, you know, I don't think Alabama will have much problem with those guys. But they got to come to play. They just can't roll their hat out there. Uh, you know, I, and I, got, I think it's just another symptom of, of, of the game changing right before our eyes. Uh, you know, how many times before, and I, you know, a lot of people don't think this way, but I go back to when they reduced the scholarship from four years to one year. They gave all the power in the players' hands now, not so much the coaches, because they can make those decisions. Because in their back of their mind, well, if I don't play well, the coach can run me off and not renew my scholarship after one year. So, you know, a lot of that. Those goes hand in It's a psychological game. I think they, they all have to play. And I heard folks say and say up front that they got to do is be sure that all the players understand and they have a personal relationship with all the, the key players on the team. And I, I don't never remember coming through and having to worry too much about that. So, and I'm, you guys did the same thing. So, you know, I, I, I think they got their work cut out for them, but uh, I think it's going to be an interesting concept throughout now. Yeah, uh, the Southeastern Conference gets eleven games in, eleven teams in the bowl games, and one international championship series. So, uh streak to the conference has never been better. Alabama still fits right at the top, I think, in my opinion. But I do think that they'll have to, you know, they'll have to tweak their approach a little bit to keep the kids interested. Yeah, that. Well, I think the NIL is is a major problem behind the scenes. And I, yep. I don't know that I, I don't know that uh, Tommy Tuberville and whoever from West Virginia can get a cap put on it to where everybody would get no more than a certain amount. That right. surely that certainly needs to be done. Very difficult to do it. You uh, know they have to be considered to be workers, of, workers and pay yep. income tax on it and that kind of thing. But the cap is going to be the only way because we are going to have so much cheating behind the scenes already. Do. And so sure. much jealousy among players who are, who, who are, you know, we don't know about it because we're not there. But uh, in the, uh, it was a right. big stink in the dressing room in Tennessee. So I, I think I think that's the main problem we have behind the scenes. But I don't, I don't doubt it one bit. I mean, let's that, that, say that's just another thing. If I view the sport itself going through some transitions right now, uh, you know, I'd love to say, well, you know, if they do this, they do that. None of us have the answer to that. Uh, because every every case almost is is unique within itself. Uh, there's the broad, you know, that's the broad uh, concept across there that certainly needs to be addressed. and That's one of them. But individual, when it gets down to the individual player, I mean, if, you know, are we going to have to hire, uh, you know, uh, 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 personnel in the coaching on the coaching staff or in the athletic office just to handle that problem uh, and a staff to go with that? I mean, it, it could be headed toward that direction. So I don't know. I don't know. I just know from, a, from a outside of looking in, and I don't go to practice much anymore. And I, I've watched the games and been able to talk about them. But remember, all my concepts come from previous years uh, about the way it used to be. And it's not that way anymore.
1: Yeah, Max, at midnight, uh, the portal opened. Uh, so you would be a lot of teams uh, have guys go yep. in there. um uh... What does a coach do if a guy says, hey, I want to play in the bowl game, but I also want to check my options out and get into the portal? (laughs) I mean, because they got to put their name in, especially if they're wanting to get somewhere in January because school starts and they want to get in there and be able to go through the practices there when they start. How do you handle that, Max? I mean, certain guys you'll say go on, certain guys you do want to hold on to. Uh, The players, they have a lot of the power. Now, it may backfire on them with – So many people are in there. and There's nowhere for these kids to go. Uh, Just talk about how to handle the portal. You know,
2: again, I think it's going to be the individual and that kid. If he's made a contribution and you know he's on track academically and has you know done all the things you asked of us, you try to give him some you know some leeway there. If you want to keep it, if you don't, you let him go. You you go down to number two or number three. Uh, You play him in the bowl. uh, You know, it depends on how much you. how much pressure you put on your team to win that bowl game? You know, if it's just a getting ready for spring training, you're playing twos and threes anyway, then I don't. it doesn't matter to me. Well, let me, let me give you a
1: scenario, Max. All right, let's say a kid didn't play that much. And then the people ahead of him decide they're not going to play in the bowl. Well, he's like, man, I didn't play that much, and I don't know what my role is going to be. I got to see what my options are and get in the portal. But I'll play in the bowl game, and it's a guy you think has some talent there who's done everything right. He just didn't play because there are guys ahead of him, and the guys ahead of him are not going to play. Uh, would you right. Would you let this guy practice and prepare him to play and see what, what he is, see if he can help you? And if he does play, maybe he pulls his name back out of the portal. I just think these are difficult things to handle.
2: No doubt. I'd roll the dice on that situation myself hoping now that if he played, he got some playing time. He saw what it was to me. And I got all, all season program to work with him. Shrink, you know, right now he, in his mind that he already have a plan. You can't help that. Uh, but I'm looking out for the program. If I'm in charge of the program, I'm looking out for the program first. So I'm going to put him in there and play. I'll tell him, yeah, you play in the ball game and then meet with him immediately thereafter and say, okay, here's what in evaluation. This is what I have. I think you, you ought to be. You ought to be our starting left guard. Next year, but you, here's what you got to do. Just throw it back on him. To yeah. Make that final decision.
1: Yeah. Tell us about uh, Ole old offensive line coach that is going to Auburn.
2: <laughs> yeah. I think it looks like to me what Auburn, Auburn didn't, either didn't want Kiffin or, or even one of them used it uh, to get their right, the guy they wanted. Uh, you know, you freeze is going back to people he knows. Uh, obviously, he had some contact there. He's looked at tape. He knows what the guy did at Ole Miss. Ole Miss was not very talented up front, but they got the job done. They, you know, uh, that number four led, I think, led the league in Russia this past year, and he was a freshman. So uh, I think they, that was that was the determining factor. The guy can coach, and I, I think that's what Freeze is going to do. I think he's going to cherry pick, go around. It's going to be wide open. Uh, what Ole Miss does there to, to fill that? Kiffin's gonna have his work cut out for him, if there are any others that leave. I know. You can pretty well find those assistants so uh Barry around. And also the thing is I think that was kind of a jab back back at Ole Miss with, with Freeze, just a personal opinion. But uh I think, you know, uh, if they can if they can gut that staff and all feel like they got a, a win by doing things like that, I think they move in that direction. Yeah, that what these what is your their... Have you read what Houston Nutt has said? No, I haven't. I haven't seen what Houston did. What did he say? Oh, it was just the stuff about coaches not winning but getting big raises. Getting oh, a lot well. more. Uh, yeah. You know, getting, well, he came through right at the break, you know, when they started that. Yeah. Uh, and he chose, you know, he chose to get out of it after that. And, look, he, he did well. Uh, every way he went, he did well. He did. He ended up picking up a, a nice check and, he got along well, as far as I could tell. I was in, in pretty close to him when he was at Old Miss and uh, watched him coach and watched him sit on the sideline on, his, on some of the bowl games and all. So I, well, it wasn't me. Sometimes those guys, coach, you know, the, the longer you're away, you step back. Don't you think? <laughs> I don't think I was born too soon. The same job I left Old Miss, paid 65, page 400 now. So, you know. <laughs> Uh, and I I volunteered to walk away. So, you know, that was uh, those are the things I think just happened to you uh when you you know, when
1: you move down the down the path. Uh Max, you're over in Mississippi. Dion was reported making three hundred thousand at uh Jackson State, was going to Colorado yeah. now and they're paying him over five million. The A D says, right. Well we don't have the money yet, but we're gonna figure out how to get it. Uh I see a lot of people on Twitter from Mississippi. Getting all over Dion, saying he used Jackson State and, uh, and then he, he's going to the whitest school ever. A lot of people <laughs> uh, disappointed. Some people are saying, You do it too. You're making 300 You can go make $5 million. Uh, you can't blame Dion for going to, I don't think it's a great job in no. Colorado, but you can't blame him for no. doing that, can you, Max?
2: No. a couple of things quickly, guys. Colorado's had one witted season the last 17 years, first of all. I mean, he ain't got anywhere to go but up. Uh, the other thing is the three hundred thousand that he took. The, he took the check and redistributed to his uh, to his assistant coaches. He didn't keep a nickel of that salary. Uh, he, look, guys, his last his last check with Dallas was twenty eight million dollars uh, when he walked off the field. And uh, so I mean, he did not He's not the money thing is not. He's after trying to gain a foothold in the coaching industry, and I think he knows that. I can promise you this, of course, MCDD inside on his contract, but he'll have free reign with that program. That's the only way they got him. Uh, you know, his his educational background wasn't very solid, but he's got a degree, not from Florida State, but he does have a legitimate uh, degree, so he can move around in the coaching industry. He's going to be measured by what he does on the field. And, and look, look what, he's, what he drew there. And I use this content. We game Dave, went to Jackson uh, three or four weeks ago, no one that Jackson State wasn't going to be on TV, but they took the crew down there. Uh, the, the, the results of that brought four and a half million eyes to that program that day, to Jackson State, uh, and also brought dollars to that, state, uh, to that program. And that's what he's going to do. I'm not real sure. Deion Sanders' name is not bigger than the University of Colorado itself, uh, but they'll have to get used to that because he's going to maximize that with TV ads, as he does with Coach Saban, with AfLAC and all the other contacts he's made, he's gonna continue to use that because that draws not only attention to him, but it draws attention to the
1: program and a break dollars. Uh, uh, Matt. Dad I was ask you this too. You know, how how hard is it to recruit the athletes that you want to recruit and when it's so cold over there in Boulder, Colorado, <laughs> Max.
2: Oh boy, the scenery's pretty bad Scott. Pretty, my middle it, boy coaches are beautiful, is but pretty. it is
1: cold over there. Uh Max. <laughs> I know. Look, there's a lot of
2: different things. The program's not been worth a hoot, to, you know, in the last 15 years, and you know, got a new staff coming in, that you go have all the TV cameras and all that to start with, you know, trying to find out more about him and how he's going to build the program. Uh, you know, of course, he was at Jackson State, guys. You got to remember that? That's a, that was a low level, uh, like a Division II program, but it, you know, he didn't lose but five games in three years. Uh, the last two years, he was 23 and one or something like. That. Yeah, and he won the national championship. There, I beat Southern this past weekend, so you know he's done all the things to be recruited to that level. And, and, and what he, he'll go to the portal and take those kids that, that want to transfer out wherever they are and take them in? I'm more, I'm always his staff right now, and I am the, the athletes that he brings. going Yeah, but one thing he's going
1: he's going to run into is it's a lot harder to get into Colorado than is Jackson State. That's huh?
2: true. Very <laughs> so. true. No doubt about that. I yeah. agree. But I think the, the, the field is bigger, too, Yeah, uh, to go get it. He'll, he'll find those transfer students that's already got you know decent grades to transfer. Uh, the transfer record, you know, uh, portal is a lot – I believe it's a little bit easier academically transferred than it is to come right out of high school or junior college. Uh, Max, uh, what's going to happen with Mississippi State as far as athletic director and with the – Will some athletic director come in there that might uh, have enough of leech that they gonna make a change one of these days? I know we, I know beating Ole Miss saved him for a while, but it, what's it what's is. the athletic director uh, poop on Mississippi State? Well, we, we they don't don't know us out right now. Uh, they do not, I've heard that, that Mike Heaton, the president, has got a heavy head in this now of where they go from here. So, uh, but I do think that that's that's a great chance. Uh, Mike's not liked a lot of, in a lot of places. that – in, uh, in Mississippi, even with alumni. Uh, because of his attitude, you know, he, he's so laid back. It, it appears that he doesn't take anything serious. He cracks jokes about everything. You know, he, he teaches a class. Uh, he's on the academic faculty as well. He's got a law degree and a couple of high, you know, beyond uh, just the basic education. He's got credentials to teach at the university level. And I think he's like he he's got a big interest in that. But uh, the ad, his attitude, I, I don't think it's it, 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 I don't, it, it's persistent in the case that he's trying to get his point across, but the way he does it, his personality, uh, he tries to make jokes out of things that doesn't go, don't go across very well. But to answer your question, that's a great, uh, be a great response. You let him go, let him go six to six again next year. Uh, it don't matter if he does beat OBS. I think they'll make a change at that close right now.
1: Well, Max, great stuff. Uh, the bowl games are coming. seems like uh, college football, you're so eager for it to start it. And then, man, it goes <laughs> so fast. Uh, so we'll, <laughs> See, Mike,
2: it was just yesterday, guys. We
1: were talking in August. Yep. Uh, football season but have, it's over. have a great week, and uh, we'll talk to you about some of these coaching changes and all. It should, should be a busy week uh, in college football with transfers and coaches moving. So we'll talk about it next week.
2: I'll be glad to. Thank you
1: guys so Thank much. Thank you. Thanks, Max. There's Max Howell there. Alabama 1, go to www.alabama1.org for all their different products and services. They'll take care of you during this uh, holiday time. If you need a little shopping money, they'll help you get a loan there to take care of all that. These people there will sit down, find your uh, best deal for you, whether it be a mortgage, whether it be a car loan, whether it be a credit card, and they'll take you right through the process. Go to wwwalabama one dot org. You listen to i one hundred point nine. It's the home of Alabama sports.
5: Tide 100.9 traffic From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center No active wrecks, everything looking pretty good On this Monday morning Now we do have some congestion on McFaulham At US 43 in Northport Stop and go traffic on McFaulham In the construction zone also in Northport If you see other conditions, of course, give me a call Townsend Nissan is in the Christmas spirit The spirit of giving They're giving you great deals Go see them, top dollar for your trade I'm Cabin Ray My partners had told me I should get my knee replaced I was in my 40s and I decided
10: that
9: i wouldn't do that that's orthopedic surgeon dr john herzog who found regenerative medicine years ago temperatures rising through the 60s tomorrow the weather turns warm for december a good chance of rain mainly during the morning the high 75 i'm james spann on the abc 3340 weather center on tide 100.9 it's 53 degrees in tuscaloosa
0: Eli Gold, Chris Stewart, and Roger Hoover live right here. Tide 100.9 is a proud partner of the Crimson Tide Sports Network.
1: Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. All right, Dad, you got the new dog, Samantha. what uh, Samantha needs to be taken care of, well,
2: just a just a quick uh, response to a lot of people have been calling. Uh, you can get fifty percent off for the first visit to the Constant Companion Animal Hospital, which is over on two hundred and eighty at the Narrows, and uh, they've got great people over there. So anytime you've got an animal and Needs to be checked by Doctor Foster. They can do so at six three five zero three one three, six three five zero three one three. I think you'll be pleased.
1: That's it. Thank you. All right, uh, we uh, we'll take this top of the hour break. We got Joe holding, but I don't want to uh, cut him short. It's the time of year again. The honey list is growing, uh, Joe, and the projects are adding up. The time is right to build that new fence, deck, or pergola you've been dreaming about, it, and there's no better. Uh, way to build it then with pressure-treated pine from Great Southern Yellowwoods offers proven protection from rot, fungal decay, and termite attack so you know your project will last for years to come. Head on down to your local dealer. Go to yellowwood.com to find the dealer close to you. And always remember, if it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, you don't want it. Phone lines will be open. We'll get back 205-342-9904. You're listening to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama Sports high 100.9
5: traffic from the towns and nissan traffic center no active wrecks everything looks pretty good on this monday morning now we do have some congestion on mcfaulton at us 43 in northport stop and go traffic on mcfaulton in the construction zone also in northport if you see other conditions of course give me a call towns and nissan is in the christmas spirit the spirit of giving they're giving you great deals go see them top dollar for your trade i'm cabin ray
0: traffic 100.9
1: Welcome back to the second hour of Inside the Locker Room. Allstate Insurance Agent Andrew Conifer. He's my agent. Let Andrew become yours. I did 4705 McFarland Boulevard, Suite 3 over in Northport. Don't just pay your bill. Know what you're paying. Know if you have enough coverage, too much coverage. Uh, you got the local flavor with Andrew and his staff, with the backing of Allstate. Give them a call today for the free estimate, 205-722-9201. Tell Andrew you heard it on. Inside the locker room, All right to the Andrew Kniffer Hotline, get Joe into the show. Good morning, Joe. Good morning.
2: Hey, if Alabama fans want to be upset, we need to be upset with Wimps, buddy, over there in Birmingham, Alabama. Because if, if the SEC had been on the pod system this year, we would have at least gotten to play Georgia in the SEC championship game. And got away from these divisions. This is my you know, buddy. All we had, all we had Saturday was garbage games, except the Big Twelve. Look, Purdue and Michigan, LSU and Georgia. I mean, you know, it's all it was. It wasn't the two best teams in the conferences playing each other anywhere else. Utah ended up beating USC anyway. Again, for the second time. So, really, you know, when they, and he keeps waiting on Texas and Oklahoma. That's his excuse. That guy ain't done nothing since the COVID. But sit back and, and listen to everybody type, talk about what a great job he did because he got the games during the COVID. You know, we didn't in this pod system.
1: You talking, talking about Sankey? You talking about
2: Sankey? Yeah, their commissioner. That's who I'm talking about. Wimp's buddy. They hey, on hey, Damn sure. <laughs> well, I, well,
1: who should have been playing uh, Georgia?
2: Alabama in the SEC Based on what?
1: Based on what? Barry, if we'd have been
2: on the pod system, we might not have even played LSU, period. Because we're going to play Auburn, Tennessee, and Mississippi State. That's going to be our three teams. Now, we might have played them. But LSU would have still played A&M.
1: But, John, that's gonna come be- on, man. you got to go to LSU and beat that team. Everybody else is – Texas A&M beat them. You can't lose to LSU. Well, Barry, I'm not
2: making, it, I'm not making excuses for them. I'm just
1: saying.
2: Yeah, you are. We've got to get into this system. we got to get this system and get it started. We can't sit around for two years and wait on Texas and Oklahoma for everything.
1: But you, you are know? making excuses. You can't lose to – LSU inspect to go to Atlanta.
2: We did. We did lose Barry.
1: I know. So well, I mean, Barry, Barry, hey, all right,
2: even if if we have played them, and you and you went to the pod system, our ranking would have been higher. So we would have played Georgia anyway, Barry, in the SEC championship game.
1: Yeah, I, I'm trying to defend. Uh, Alabama's team this year and said they should have gotten to the championship game or should have gotten to the final four. Like I you know, I, I can't really tell you about Ohio State where they should or should I didn't watch them to be quite honest with you that close, but I did watch Alabama and you telling me that looked like a team that deserved to be in any championship the way they played this year. Final four championship. They did you're basing off a of brand Nick Saban tradition. Certainly not the way this team played this year.
2: Not very you're going to find out in four weeks. We've got to wait now all this time before we play. When you see how bad Michigan, Ohio State, and TCU are, it's like, it's like Saban said yesterday. Look at Vegas. Look at the odds. We would have had better odds against any of those three teams have beaten Georgia than they have.
1: Yeah, Numbers
2: I, don't lie, Barry. Numbers don't lie, but liars change numbers.
1: Well, you can't – 95% of the time you play your way in. You don't sit there and hope something happens. Uh, so many things happen for Ohio State to be there. I, I love Coach Saban, but his argument – and I get why he did it as to why they should have been in the Final Four because you won your last three games. Do, excuse okay. me? That's, Barry, that's an that's argument. I'm you, beat, you beat Ole Miss, Austin P., and Auburn. That is worthy of putting you in the final four because you beat Austin P., Ole Miss, and Auburn?
2: No, because if we'd have been on the pod system, we'd have got in, we'd have played Georgia Saturday instead of LSU, Barry. I'm not making excuses for Alabama. I'm just saying if our commissioner would go on and get us on the pod, which he's not going to, he's done got next year's schedule. Already done. He had it done back in the fall, in September. Even that's ridiculous for next year. Yeah, you know
1: you don't like the I divisions.
2: Mean, no, I not. wish
1: I wish they go divisions in basketball.
2: Barry, did you see the uh, the, uh, the quarterback from Georgia get interviewed? Uh, it wasn't the first interview. It was later on the SEC channel.
1: I, I didn't see. When
2: it. They, they asked him. They said, "Well." You finally got your second SEC championship, and you could see it in his face. Second SEC championship. He said, said, yeah, you're right. We hadn't won this since 17, and Kirby's only won it twice. But he's been in the East Division the whole time, the weakest division until this year. The East had a better record against the West than the West did against the East this year. You know, man, I'm not taking it for nobody. I'm just stating a fact. We would have been playing, if we would have been on the pods, we would have been playing Saturday.
1: Well, Dad says if we you had, we'd had kicked, that the, kicked the extra point in Baton Rouge, you'd have been playing. So you can say that about a lot of things.
2: No, that was a game-time decision. And that, that's it. If he hadn't kicked three field goals last year inside the 25-yard line against Texas A&M, Texas A&M wouldn't have beat him. But he did. That's it. totally different. That's totally 100% different. You kick the field you yeah. kick the extra point, I don't give a crap what your chart says, you're in Atlanta. Don't don't you ain't no use your my you he ain't gonna argue with that with me. <laughs> well, he didn't make that choice. I'm not taking up for him. I even added the A and M game on him. You can go all the way back to the kick six. You can just keep adding them and adding them. If you, if you're a coach, you're paid to make decisions. And you're not always right.
1: Did you agree with Coach going out Saturday night and politicking for Alabama to get? He just didn't have an argument, so I don't know why he did that.
11: Well, he heard him yesterday.
3: Yesterday, he said Las Vegas would have us better odds than
1: the other three teams. Yeah, but I mean, but Alabama's been favored in every game all year, and they didn't win them all. You don't. You win it on the field, not in the on the uh, the lines. I mean, they were favored against Tennessee and LSU.
2: I'm on the commissioner. I'm sick of waiting on Oklahoma and Texas. And Oklahoma's going to be a has-been when they get in (laughs) the thing. I hope hope Texas can get competitive, you know?
1: How tough is it going to be for Alabama to get this thing built back to what the fans expect, Joe?
2: It ain't never going to be back.
1: Yeah, I agree the way it was, it the level bad. it was consistently. Yeah. Just...
2: There'll, there'll never be another team get it back. I mean, Texas a and M's proved that. You can give them all the money you want. It ain't going to win you football games on the field.
1: How about Kirby? What about him? Can he keep it going?
2: Well, if they don't use the portal, it's going to be tough. All right. And right now, right now he's trying to do it through recruiting. And, you know, it'll catch up with you sooner or later. It's caught up with him all the way through his career at Georgia. This is just the second time he's got a chance to win it. I mean, I mean, you know, too, he has the best chance to win it, I should say. He's had other chances, but he didn't do it because yeah. he's played in the East Division. Look at his schedule against the West. Look at his record against the West, against the East. Numbers don't lie. It tells you. He struggled with State to the middle of the third quarter at Starkville this year. It, you know? Well, that's, just, the, uh, that's the first time, Barry. He's beat LSU. Did you know that? I did not. He was 0-2 against LSU, Barry. And both of them were double-digit losses.
4: <laughs> well,
2: he, he uh, has yet to beat Ole Miss. Hugh Freeze laid 50-something points on him his first year in Oxford, Mississippi. Well,
1: he's won 24 straight regular season games. I do know that.
2: Yeah, when you can play Kentucky and run the ball seventeen straight plays huh? and still win the football game. Thank yeah. you, Jeff. Thank y'all.
1: All right, uh back to the uh Andrew Conifer hotline get cowboy in. Good morning, cowboy.
12: Good morning, Jerry and Coach. Hey, uh, uh Joe there. I mean, it's kinda like what happened to me this weekend. I heard Coach mentioned something I thought was really well this morning, Coach and getting this thing back together. I guess um, some friends of mine, they're totally mad at me since Friday night now that I wouldn't jump on the thing Alabama deserved to be in. I said, you guys are kind of like using the argument that like a man can have a baby because you're saying two losses. Is better than one loss, and that, that math doesn't add up. They're not going to put Alabama in this playoff. And Coach Saban probably went on the TV to kind of help in recruiting and get his face out there, I would think, you know. But it, I don't know why all the Alabama people are upset. We lost two games, guys. It, you can't. It's not the Alabama Invitational. They got to get that out of their mind and start, you know, trying to – Understand everything doesn't ro- revolve around Alabama football. I, you know,
3: I don't live in Alabama now, but they just—it's—it's it, it,
1: it, just too much. What do you guys? think? Well, I mean, I people are killing me about it. I thought Tennessee should be ahead of them. If you're both ten and two, then you go to head to head, and they beat us head to head. I know they got you know gave a ton of points, but crap, they scored fifty two on Alabama. Uh, even though they lost at South Carolina, I thought they should have been ahead of us. So, uh I just don't think he had an argument there to 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 get in the final four. He just didn't and Alabama people should respect good football. They've watched it for years and they didn't see right. it this year. Not a not a top right. four, not a championship team. No, they weren't terrible. They weren't they weren't a championship team. Yeah, coach
12: did I don't know if you and Barry saw some Pictures out of the team banquet last night, but you know I, I don't know what's going on. Don't, but you got guys wearing cut up holy jeans at a team banquet. You got really? guys wearing t-shirts. I looked through it. Is oh. is is this just do as you want mentality now with nil? <laughs> I mean, go look at. The, we can't blame
1: everything <laughs> on nil. Well, that ain't good. <laughs>
12: But wouldn't you show up at a team banquet at least Uh, the
1: rest? I I think you'd have on a collared shirt and a pair of slacks for sure, yeah.
2: Yeah, uh,
1: I mean, go to
12: RollTide.com and you can see what I'm talking about. Uh, (laughs)
1: I'll look it up now.
12: Uh, On the fans' photo, uh, go to RollTide.com, go to fans and go to photos on the fans and you'll see it. I mean, it's uh, a guy taking a picture with his sunglasses on. I, always told, I was always told, by you know, you don't take a picture with your sunglasses on because media, it looks like you're trying to hide.
1: Something. I don't know. I was laughing last night. I watched Dion's, uh he was talking to the Colorado, and they had a couple guys with hats on. He told him he was old school. He said, when I get back here, we have these meetings. There won't be no hats. There'll be no earrings. Uh, but he was up there talking to them with a hat on. He had his hat on up there talking to them. But when he said there'll be no hats – a couple of them like reached up and took it off their head. A couple of them that left them on there. But uh, he was talking about how old he's old school. Uh,
12: so yeah. yeah, I I just noticed with kids anywhere, you know, you they don't want any discipline uh, in the work environment. They don't want to. They just want to tell you what to do. You know, you're just trying to help them, but you know, you need to dress a little nice. Keep your shirt tucked in. We, we just let society go. I don't know. Yeah. But hey. I agree.
1: Thank you, yeah, um, I agree um, with you. Thank you, Cowboy. All
12: right. Be good. Hey, y'all be good. Alabama, Houston, is that this week
1: or next? It's Saturday. The basketball. Saturday on ABC. Oh, I think Saturday. it's ABC.
12: Woo, that's going to be a War Daddy game. Man. Yes, sir. All
1: right. Thank you, Cowboy. All right. Uh, we'll get right back down to the. Uh, then we got to get to Doug. Uh, maybe text Doug. Tell me it will be a minute too late. Get Biscuit but Bruce. Don't in. be late. Good morning, Biscuit <laughs> Bruce.
7: Morning, guys. Coach Wimp, I agree with you a hundred percent, and I'll go one further than losing by twenty-two on TCU. If Baylor would have beat them by three, they wouldn't be in this playoff. Yeah, because the
2: what's the number one criteria that they try to do? Pretty well, four they, they try to get named teams. I, I don't, I'm not knocking. I'm not knocking TCU when I say that. I'm knocking Ohio State. Well, anybody do- el- There wasn't anybody else to put
9: in.
1: And and I, and I and don't I could, think the argument should have been between Alabama and T C. If you get to the championship game and you lose in overtime, the argument should maybe be with Ohio State, not, not TCU. Is. I agree 100%. Yeah,
7: that's what I'm arguing about. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, no, I agree. TCU I'm, should deserve to be.
1: Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead well,
7: I agree I agree 100%. The other thing I kind of don't agree with is, is I'm tired of everybody saying Tennessee should be ahead of Alabama. Because they beat us by three points. That's me. So what that, you're that, that's,
1: me. that's not everybody else. That's just me.
7: Uh, okay. That. Well, so what you're saying by you lost head to head is if you go back and look through time, look, the year Appalachian State beat Michigan, do you think they should be ahead of them because they beat them? Uh,
1: well, it depends. Now, you got to, when they're both 10 and 2, is what I'm saying. Like, if, if there's, yeah. there, there, there have to be some things that are equal there. Now, App State, yeah. no. But if, okay. if, if they're in the same conference and they're both ten and two, then I think head to head. Put it this way: if if Tennessee, if Alabama would have beat Tennessee, and Tennessee would have been raked right ahead of Alabama, do you think Alabama fans would have been okay with that? If head to head and they had the same record and they and Alabama won the game,
7: it's but, okay. I I'll, I'll answer that question this way: if I truly believe. That Tennessee is better than Alabama. No, I would not have a problem with
1: it. But how do you but determine? I, I truly how, how do you determine if if you if you don't play each other, then it's just you and I guessing. Like people saying that I've been a blowout TCU. Right. But if you play each other, then that's the best. I mean, if you play each other and you both ten and two, and you played each other and you lost, and you gave up fifty two points, and you didn't look like you had no chance of stopping them. That that's why I I. I, I I'm just calling it as I see it. I'm not a Tennessee fan at all. I just
7: oh, I know. And, and but here, let me ask you one other quick question about TCU. So the year last year, let's just take last year for instance. Alabama played Georgia in the Southeastern Conference Championship. When that game was over, did did Georgia fall a spot in the rankings?
1: I believe they, did. Yes, did, they yes. did. yes. Yeah.
7: Yes, they did. They did. So you're going to tell me that this guy's going to get on there and try to justify not moving TCU? Because they played in the championship game and it went to overtime, so that's why they didn't move them.
4: Well, Everybody
7: in this country knows why they didn't move them. Because they did not want an Ohio State Michigan rematch in the first round. Will you agree with that?
1: Yeah, I, I, I didn't like the guy saying they didn't even look at that. You had to look at yeah. that. Uh, but that's I think all, all the things that happened, though, if USC would have won, then USC would have jumped to three. So that just it was a perfect storm. Yeah. For Ohio State and TCU, to be quite honest with you.
7: It, it was really, I mean, <laughs> it, it was really kind of crazy that the things that needed to happen for Alabama to even have a 20% chance of getting in happened. Yeah. Because I thought USC would beat the do- brakes off Utah, and they didn't. Yeah. It was the other way around. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. it just, you know, everybody has an opinion, and that's why I love listening to your show and the rest of the shows and and Ryan and all of it because y'all give people opportunity to to voice their opinion. know yeah. Opinions are like buttholes or, you know, everybody's got one. They just smell different.
1: No doubt. Thank you, so, Biscuit. All right, guys. Y'all have a great day. All right. We've got to get out and get to uh, Doug Bell. Royal cleaners are making life easy for you. Pick up and delivery. Give them a call. 205-391-0034. They'll come right to you. Pick up all the cleaning. Get it cleaned up. Deliver it right back. If you want to drop off University Boulevard, Bridge Avenue, North Porter, forty eight fifty one Rice Mine Road. You listen to tie one hundred point nine AC Home of Alabama Sports.
3: Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa Thread.
6: On Monday morning, ADEM providing $5.6 million to overhaul water and sewer infrastructure in Greene County. That money will fund a five-year project to replace vital equipment at pumping stations in Utah and Bologi. Alabama County Commissions Association Executive Director Sonny Brassville told Town Square meeting Tuscaloosa Sunday Public Affairs Program, West Alabama on point. The project is critical on several levels. Funding is coming from the Federal American Rescue Plan. I'm Don Hartley.
0: Tide 100.9 traffic. From the
5: Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. Everything looked pretty good on this Monday morning. Now, we do have some congestion on McFaulham at US 43 in Northport. Stop and go traffic on McFaulham in the construction zone also in Northport. If you see other conditions, of course, give me a call. Townsend Nissan is in the Christmas spirit, the spirit of giving. They're giving you great deals. Go see them. Top dollar for your trade. I'm Cabin Ray.
0: Come one, shop all at the JCPenney Friends and Family Sale. Through Wednesday, use your coupon to save extra on diamond jewelry, luggage, and more. We got your holiday.
8: Our coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking
9: Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The chance of a few scattered showers today, mostly cloudy with a high of 62. Cloudy tonight, rain likely at times, temperatures rising through the 60s. Tomorrow, the weather turns warm for December, a good chance of rain, mainly during the morning, the high 75. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 54 degrees in Tuscaloosa.
0: Two-time state champion and two-time NIT champion, Barry Sanderson breaks down the latest in sports on Inside the Locker Room on Tide 100.9.
1: Welcome back to Inside the Locker. We're going to get right up to the Alabama 1 hotline. He is uh, with PGA Tour Radio, PGA Tour Live, CBS Sports Headquarters. Joins us every Monday Uh, and also is one of our guest pickers. He picks the games. Uh, And I had to look at Doug's record this week. Doug Bell. Good morning, Doug. How are you? Hey, Barry. Hey, Coach.
2: How are you? I'm good. Okay. Good. at Well, I won my blue plate and... uh... (laughs) Of course, Bayer won't brag him anymore, but I won it anyway. <laughs> I don't know how you did, don't don't. anyway, Victor won won uh, the um, the Heroes deal. Uh, he's a good player. Uh, I yeah. always always enjoy listening to uh, the guys on the on the Golf Channel talk about. He wasn't a great putter. He wasn't great this. wasn't great that. But he makes about a fifteen to twenty foot putt to win it. Um, yeah, and, uh, yeah, he did. when, he, when he's about to, when he's about to make a double bogey. And um, you know, is he's a good player?
11: Well, he is, coach. You know, and, and for the listeners, listen: Victor Hovland is 25 years old. Uh, yep. The future's bright. He's from Norway, and he's yeah. the first Norwegian to ever win on the PGA Tour. And now he's won. You know, he's won three regular tour events. He won. He's won the Hero World Challenge, Tiger's Deal back-to-back years now. Right. Uh, there, there's only 20 golfers down to Bahamas. And he won, and there were world ranking points. If Scotty Scheffler finished second, yeah. had caught him and won, Scotty Scheffler would have been number one in the world again. He would have passed Rory McIlroy, so that was kind of a – that was something that uh, J.T. Really was 10-under,
2: so he was six shots yeah. off. Yeah, J.T. played well.
11: Um, and, of course, J.T. will be playing with Jordan Spieth against Tiger and Rory this Saturday night. Uh, five o'clock Alabama time on TNT. It's, it's another version of the match. And you remember that started, you know, several years ago. Tiger and Phil Mickelson played and that evolved with Tiger and Tom Brady and Peyton Manning and Phil. And, and now here we are. They're going to play in Naples, Florida, Pelican Bay this Saturday night, 12 holes. It starts in daylight and it will end, uh, in darkness with, uh, big floodlights on the last few holes, which will be kind of cool. So, um, so it'll be fun. And, and again, it's the first time we've seen Tiger play in a competitive round since he limped off at uh, St. Andrews at the Open Championship when he didn't make the cut. So it'll, it'll be fun to see Tiger play, even though it's an exhibition match this Saturday night.
2: What about uh, Phil and LIV? Is there any stink there that he's going to stay with that? Uh, what's the deal there?
11: Well, I'm sure know, he's going to stay with it. it but... Yeah, Coach and Barry, you know, the deal is that, uh, you know, it's, it's one of these narratives. Uh, Rory said it first and Tiger said it at his press conference that they think a compromise can be reached between the PGA Tour and Live. That is, if Greg Norman is fired as the commissioner of Live and, and Tiger said it. I mean, Tiger's like, we got to get rid of Greg. And then Greg has responded on his social media that he's not going anywhere. It's ridiculous. And, in fact, next year, LIV released their schedule, and they will be playing at two events, Mayakoba and the Greenbrier. Uh, the PGA Tour played at Mayakoba a few weeks ago. So they now are playing at two two courses that used to host PGA Tour events. Uh, the Mayakoba event is going away on the PGA Tour. Greenbrier went away two years ago. So, so LIV is, is definitely establishing itself. Uh, but the narrative is, hey, listen, we're the PGA Tour. We'd love to, maybe we can work with you guys if you fire Greg Norman. And right now, that doesn't, that doesn't appear to be a possibility. I think Greg's going to be around for a while, which means this, this, uh, battle between the two organizations is going to continue into 2023.
1: I mean, if they wanted to fire, how did Greg Norman have to fire himself, right? Is there people, I guess, the people giving the money? Who would fire yeah. Greg Norman if it, if it ever came down <laughs> no. to that? Barry, that's a great <laughs> –
11: because Greg is the guy who started Liv. It'd be right?
1: like he's Jerry Jones saying he's going to fire himself. I mean, <laughs> fire Jerry Jones. Well, how does that happen exactly?
11: exactly? Yeah. No, it, it can't happen. Um, and, I, I, you know, and again, I think that's the thing. The, the narrative for the PGA Tour is like, gosh, if we just get the thorn out of our side, you know, the burr up our saddle, if we can get that out of here – You know, maybe, just maybe, but I I think anybody, certainly from Liv, is looking at it going, wait a minute, that's not going to legitimately happen, even if we get rid of Greg. I mean, what kind of compromise is going to happen? I I think, really, Barry and Coach, the PGA Tour, you know, they do not want this to go to court. It's set to go to court here in 2023, and that's when you unveil all these documents, all these tax records, uh, all these uh, text messages and correspondence. And the PGA Tour doesn't want that public. Lib wants it public. They want the tour, they want uh, all, all the negotiations that the tour has gone through. They want it out there for everybody to see. So it's a, it, 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 I guess what I'm trying to say is 2023, this whole Lib PGA Tour thing, we've had a little respite here the last few weeks, but it's going to heat up again next year, and it's going to get ugly, which I, I really believe is going to get really, really ugly.
1: Uh, Tiger, he says he can hit all the shots. He just can't walk. Yeah. Uh, you know, is um, is this coming to an end? Is he going to try to play the majors and that's it? Uh, where does everything stand with Tiger?
6: Well,
11: Barry, here's the deal. Um, Tiger, obviously, this, this leg injury is, is one that's going to be with him the rest of his life. He limps badly. The leg will never heal 100%, even though he has the best doctors and, and everything at his disposal. Uh, I think he realizes that. You know, I was in Bermuda, guys, and John Daly played uh, the first two rounds, and he has to use a golf cart under the American Disabilities Act. He is allowed to do that, and Tiger would be also, but he has said that he will not play a PGA Tour sanctioned event. Now, he'll be in a cart this week for the match. All the guys will be in their little personalized golf carts, and he'll be in a golf cart in two weeks when he plays with Charlie and the PNC father-son. But for a PGA Tour event, Tiger said he will never, ever ride a cart, even though he, he would be allowed to do so. Uh, so I think, Barry, what we're seeing now is a guy who is going to play the four major championships, and he may not even play the U.S. Open because that, that, that's at Bethpage this year, and that'll be a really hard, very, very hard walk. And I think he's going to play Riviera, or excuse me, the Genesis Invitational uh, out at Riviera, which is some, a course that he loves. He grew up out in that area. He's never won there, amazingly enough. But other than that, maybe the Players' Championship. But that's it. He's not going to, he's not going to play Arnold's tournament anymore. He's not going to play Jack's tournament anymore. Um, we're going to see Tiger maybe five times a year, maybe. And, and that's it. A guy who will turn 47 years old here in just a few months. Um, and I, the, the opportunities to see one of the greatest of all time
2: are going to be few and far between from here on out. Yeah. That. Okay. Anything else on the golf? deal we need to know before we change. No, that's it. You
11: know, just keep in mind the next two weeks, you know, Tiger this week and, you know, Saturday night you got the Army-Navy game and some college basketball, but if you're a golf fan, that'll be on TNT, uh, and that'll be fun. And it ends under the lights, which you don't see ordinarily. And then next week is the father-son deal, and that's going to be a lot of fun because there's a lot of fathers and sons like David Duvall. Uh, His son now is uh, 16 years old and a really good golfer, so they're going to be playing in it. Uh, so and John Daly and his son are back there, the defending champions Tiger and Charlie. That's that's in two weeks, and then guys, we we have a respite for Christmas, and then it starts the the tour season starts again um, out in Maui, the Century Tournament champions, and so that'll be a lot of fun. And that is a big money event now, an increased purse, so all the guys will be there. I mean, we're talking. You know Rory and Rom and Justin Thomas and Jordan Speed, uh, Scotty Scheffler, Victor Hovland. All these guys will be playing out of Maui. Sometimes those guys don't go out there because they travel so much, but uh, they've they've now committed to play these these elevated
2: events, and so that'll be fun. So that'll start. Right, the way the way it sailed. Excuse me. The way it's. I've got to th- tell you why I'm thinking about it. The way it sailed in the playoffs. Uh, there wasn't much you could do with Ohio State, but let me say this to you. Now, answer the question for me: If TCU sure. had lost by twenty-two points on their home field during the playoff, would they have been invited? If it'd been, would they have been invited to the Final Four? Uh, you're talking about the game on Saturday, right? Uh, the Champions I'm talking game. about TCU. I'm asking you: If TCU, yeah. if TCU had lost by twenty-two points no. the way Ohio State did, would they be invited to the Final Four? No. No, no way. Yeah, no way. Um uh, you know, I think I, I, I think Ohio, there wasn't anybody left. I think I think Barry's correct about Alabama and I, and Arkansas got beat by. So there wasn't anybody left but to put them there. But they get all the breaks. They get all the cotton picking breaks because if, if you know TCU would that would not have happened for good for TCU. they have been out. Right. Go ahead. Well, you
11: know I thought. Listen, I thought a telling comment, guys. Chris Sims. Uh, who now is a stalwart on NBC Sports and we see him on Sunday night NFL football. And, you know, he's a, a really good commentator and he was a quarterback at the University of Texas, Phil Sims' son, um, and had a nice collegiate career and played a couple of years in the National Football League. And he came out Saturday or, uh, yeah, Saturday night and he said, listen, here's the deal. He goes, I'm a Big 12 guy. I played in the Big 12. I love the Big 12. But he said, the Big 12 champion, this is Chris Sims. He said it would be. Or is a middle of the road Southeastern Conference football team? He said, "Let's just be perfectly honest. You can say all, all you want about, you know, this team or that team or TCU. I don't know what about that?
2: Had. Yeah, I don't. But agree Chris
11: that. M said he he said TCU would finish middle of the road in Southeastern mm.
2: Conference. I don't. I don't now, believe he got,
11: that. He got some backlash, but I don't know, guys. I, I tend to agree with him. You know, Kansas State. Well, Alabama is a five and a half point favorite now over Kansas State, um, and I think that only is in the sugar bowl because I think they're waiting to see what kind of opt outs Alabama was going to have in that football game. But ordinarily, I think that, that line should be higher. Um, but we'll see. And this is the other Better thing. Watch out think, on guys. that one. <laughs> well, and uh, listen, Alabama, I thought I was uh, doing a little research where I came out with you guys and you might've already talked about this. You know, Alabama has five losses in the regular season, the last five years, two of those were road losses this year, obviously, by a total of 15 points. Five losses in the last five years, total of 15 points. Ohio State loses their last regular season game at home by
2: 22 points.
11: So, I mean, you know, you can, <laughs> to me...
2: Okay, was, i I tell, you what, I tell you what, Doug, you answer this question for Barry and I, or for me, if you want to, sure. uh, tell me uh, who's going to be the most excited to play and most ready to play in the game, Kansas State or Alabama? Well, I think it's going to go back. This I don't
11: think there's any question. It'll be Kansas State, just like it was um, when Alabama played uh, Utah in the Sugar Bowl, just like when they played Oklahoma years ago. Dean Stallings
2: got murdered in that game.
11: Yeah, no, I mean, I, it, there's a lot of want to. Uh, you're right in these bowl games, and and Alabama again. You know, right now the transfer portal, they're losing some. I know, I know they they've lost an offensive lineman. Um, and and we're waiting to hear what Bryce is going to do, what Will Anderson is going to do. Are they going to play in the game? I, I don't know. Well, that announcement will come this week. And, and again, that goes to what you're saying, Coach. Kansas State is motivated. Uh, they won the Big Twelve. They have an opportunity for the first time in Kansas State football history to play Alabama, and they're playing on a big stage in the Sugar Bowl. So yeah, I don't think there's any question. Question: They'll be more motivated. Um, are they more talented? Absolutely not.
2: Well, so you to... would ta-
11: so you would take Alabama in that game if it's five and a half. Well, I wouldn't pick him right now. I'm waiting to see the opt-outs. You know, if, if you don't have Bryce Young playing, I, I think it's a different animal altogether. But, I, but I, I, I mean, I
1: can't imagine Bryce Young playing. Why would he?
11: Well, there'd be no reason to unless he just, um, you know, loved his teammates, wants to play one more time at the University of Alabama, um, whatever the case may be. But I, I can't imagine, Barry,
2: I, I I agree with you. I mean, his character. Because because his char- well, his Dr. Of Pepper commercial may depend on
1: that. His character. He may play because he's such a character guy, but I I highly, highly uh, doubt it. Uh, Yeah, I think Kansas State will be much – you know, these coaches are going to tell these Kansas State players, look, man, these Alabama guys are are NFL guys. The NFL is going to turn the tape on and see how did you play against Alabama. So if you have a great game, it's going to really help your stock. I can see them selling that. And uh, How many – will Alabama sell their ticket allotment out? Uh, to go to New Orleans,
11: um, I I think so. I, I think they'll continue that. Wow, uh, you know I think yeah, man. I, I think it's been a while since they've actually played in the Sugar Bowl, and I think Alabama fans like you know you can drive down there. Uh, they they know they know the uh, the landscape in New Orleans, and I think they will. I think they'll go down and support the Crimson Tide. Yeah.
2: So remember this. Remember this. Mental is to physical what three is to one.
1: Yeah, we'll see. I think Coach Saban will. Did you agree? Dad's not a big Marty Smith fan. Uh, I like, I like Marty. Uh, did you agree with coach saving Politic and Saturday night? I told dad, then it's going to happen. I said, if TCU loses this game, coach is going to go on the the tour. His argument was bad, uh, to be quite honest with you, Doug. Uh, were you surprised he went out and he had Marty Smith over to the house and?
11: All kind of things going on over there. Yeah, he and Marty are tight. That's pretty interesting. <laughs> they sent Marty to Tuscaloosa. No, I, I, I think Coach had to do that. I mean, you have to support your team, uh, and, and as much as anything, that's almost like a recruiting. You know, every chance you get to be on the national stage to talk about your team and why you deserve to be in the, in the. Uh, uh, final four, I, you know, you got to take advantage of that, and it, it's all, you know, it's a political thing. It's it's like a uh, somebody running for political office. When you get that opportunity, you got to take advantage of it. Um, and I, you know, I, I really believe Coach Saban feels um, that that his Alabama football team, if you look at the final four, is Alabama as good as Ohio State? Absolutely. Are they as good as TCU? Absolutely. And they would be if they played either of those teams. They would be favored. Um, so. You know, I think I think he had I think he had a point. You may not agree with it, but I I think he certainly had a point, and um, and I think he did the right
2: thing politicking for that. I was just Uh, Doug. Doug, tell me uh, tell me what's good about Alabama's offense besides the quarterback. Well, I think it's an improving
11: offense, coach. I I think what we're seeing with it now, the quarterback is sensational, and that's why I think if they ever, you know, I I really think Georgia was a little nervous. Are we actually going to play Alabama? Uh, with a healthy Bryce Young,
2: I don't think yeah. they were nervous at all.
11: <laughs> I, 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 well, I mean, he, he beat them a year ago in the SEC championship, and we saw what happened. So I well, think this, it's an improvement. Yeah, the whiteouts
2: were there a year ago, Doug.
11: Well, I think the whiteouts are getting better. I, I think Probably, we saw okay. that against uh, Auburn, right. you know. But um, but we'll see. I just, again, guys, I was amazed when we, you know, and they started on Saturday after the Kansas State win over TCU and obviously the USC loss on Friday. But 100% of the ESPN um, commentators, experts, so-called experts, you know, on all the shows, whether it was game day or that show they had for hours yesterday morning, um, they were all adamant that Alabama did not deserve to be in. There wasn't one person who said, gosh, you know what? I I think Alabama, when you look at it, you know, give them the eyeball test. I think Alabama, if you're going to pick the best four, Alabama deserves to be in. Nobody even said that, so I was, I was amazed. And I I really believe, um, you know, you can say what you want about the college football selection committee, um, and it's not political. Some people say, of course it is. And Ohio State has some major political clout, guys. I don't think there's any question about that. Yeah,
1: but it was. I mean, they just backdoored their way in uh, because South Carolina knocked off Clemson. South Carolina knocked off Tennessee. Those teams would have gone before them. So. I don't think it was political, but for the guy to say they didn't look at Ohio State and Michigan playing would be that's stupid. He said we didn't even think oh. about it. That, that well, you should have. I mean, that's dumb. Uh, to even darn, say that. Yeah. When I heard that statement, Barry,
11: I, I was astonished by that statement. Yeah.
1: All right. Doug. But, go ahead. Go
11: ahead. All right. Let's ahead, get
1: yeah. to your Joe. Let's get to his picks this week. He yeah. does, he's doing better, Dad. He's not nine five <laughs> and one like you, but Southern versus jackson state he said take the jackson state tigers minus 17 and a half that was a victory ring it up for him joe yes all right utah at usc he said take the trojans minus three Uh -uh. no all right coastal carolina versus the troy he said take troy minus 10 chalk (laughs) it up as a victory all right does that run your record 18 26 and one
11: yeah well you know guys well, well, thank you very much. Um, as coaches always say, <laughs> thank you very much. Um, you know, the USC game, the quarterback pulls his hamstring on that 49-yard run. And gosh, he wasn't the same after that. But I'm just saying that's, that, that happens. I'll take two and one. The Coastal Carolina coach, by the way, uh, is now the Liberty coach.
4: Yeah, for, me. for uh, me.
11: Yeah, so, so he's getting a nice deal. Uh, and I think Troy has an opportunity to have one of their best seasons ever. I mean, they, they're going to go to a bowl game now. and They're really a really good football team, so... Anyway, it, it was a, a topsy turvy season, guys. C- congrats to coach for the blue plate specials. He was outstanding. Of course, he has been for many years. Coach, I got to give you props.
1: Now, I'm fine
11: Yeah, I mean that's that's a, considering the way college football went this season. I mean, I listen, guys. I had legitimate analytical reasons for my picks, and sometimes the ball simply doesn't bounce the way of the analytics.
1: You got to find a new system, Doug. Yes, I do. I mean, you took Vanderbilt, all right? Uh, so, All right, now, tell yeah, me right. about MD Wellness and Aesthetics before we let you go.
11: Uh, it's making me laugh. Um, yes, MD Wellness and Aesthetics. Guys, it's 650 Inverness Corners, 205-582-9216. Susan Brignett is the owner. She'll answer the phone. Uh, Dr. Mancuso is in today and Friday, and it's pretty simple. You go there, and we're three weeks before Christmas. They have all sorts of Christmas specials, but Dr. Macuso will sit down. What, you know, you ask her, hey, what can you do for this or that? And she'll tell you. Um, you guys will come up with a plan. And we're talking about not just for the ladies, but also the men. Uh, so give it a shot. You know, they have the, uh, the fillers, the Botox, the laser treatments, all that stuff, guys. Uh, hormone replacement, again, not just for the ladies, but also the men. B12 shots, all sorts of stuff. Go sit down. And the bottom line is this Christmas season – uh, you're going to feel better about yourself. You're going to look in the mirror and go, wow, uh, I look like I did 20 years ago. I'm not
2: exaggerating, by the way. So, uh, oh, Doug, uh, uh, one, one other question for you, Lou. Did you sell the lamps? <laughs> the lamps are,
11: are now discounted, guys. In fact, no, they're discounted.
1: No, take the lamps to Goodwill. Take them to good with
11: They're on the way. All,
1: All right, right. A few Thank more you. days.
11: But they're on the way.
1: Thank you, Doug. <laughs> talk to you guys next week. All right, uh, Dad. Let's talk about Bob Prince and Prince Glover and Hayes.
2: Prince Glover and Hayes attorneys that uh, are outstanding people that know the law, know changes in the law, and they're they're guys that you can visit with on the telephone and tell them the problem that you have, whether it be on the highways or next door neighbors or kin folks. And kin folks get involved too. Um, whatever it might be, Prince Cleverin Hayes has been very successful. That's the reason that we talk about him because if you you want somebody that knows what they're doing, but also knows the changes in the law, as I mention all the time, and also does a good job of of uh, helping people. So Prince Cleverin Hayes is at three four five one two three four. And while I'm mentioning that, I do want to say one other word about Dr. Foster over at Constant Companion Animal Hospital. Uh, give you a high high price when you first visit with the animal, and they're very very good. Six three five zero three one three, six three five zero three one three. Tell them that you heard it on our show, and uh, you'll get fifty percent off on that that uh, famous animal that you
1: have. That's it. All right, you listen to one point nine, that's your home of Alabama Sports. No
13: representation is made that the quality of services performed is greater than the quality of services performed by other lawyers.
0: Tuscaloosa Locksmith sells key remotes, remote fobs, smart keys, car remotes, and black rifle coffee. They also do laser engraving. Tuscaloosa Locksmith, just off 15th Street behind the five-
8: Coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is a pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood. Pressure-treated pine protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood.
0: Follow Tide 100.9 on Facebook today to watch our live shows. Read the great articles and interact with Bama fans today.
1: Welcome back to Inside the Locker. Talking about a new sponsor here. First and main condos. They're three bedroom, three and a half baths. Washer and dryer included. Stainless steel appliances. All granite countertops and electric energy efficient. Internet and direct TV are provided free. Uh, So that's a nice perk there. 10 foot ceilings. Large patios with upper level river views. Easy access to the river wall. Gated property with security cameras located in the historic downtown Norport, right down from Billy's and City Cafe. Call and mention that you heard it on Inside the Locker Room. You'll get one month free. You can go to the website condos.com and you can look at uh, what I've already been down to see. These places are absolutely gorgeous. The downtown area, Norport, is beautiful. It's safe. Uh, so go to firstinmaincondos.com or dial this number 205- Six, five, seven, seven, four, six, five. Tell them you heard it on inside the locker room and get one month free. And that's quite a deal there. All right, uh, dad, what does this coaching staff do? Uh, I think they're probably better off uh, maybe having some guys opt out and being able to play uh, some of these second and third team guys to kind of see what they got. Uh, get those guys ready, put them in, put them in the fire uh over in new orleans i think those guys will be a lot more motivated maybe to play because they're trying to figure out where they are uh i know coach will he said he will sit down with certain guys this week i'm sure will anderson and uh bryce young will be too it'd be interesting to see if they play or not but how do they handle this uh situation going into uh, new orleans
2: well they've handled it before i think he had 11 people last year drop off uh i think uh I think you, as a head coach, you go. You have your assistant coaches visit with his group alone by himself, talk to him about it. Uh, when questions come up that the assistant coach can't answer, they send them to go, coach uh, to find out, you know, their feelings about it. Uh, then I think that you have a group meeting with all the players there, and coach talks them about the the advantages of going, to, <clears throat> the advantages of playing. Um, creating, you know, creating a better look for yourself, and uh, some will take that, and some have heard it so much they won't take it. So I think it'll be a combination of visit with your assistant coaches, but you know, assistant coaches drop out of it, and let the head coach talk to the whole team, and then you you play who will play those who who uh, I don't know, Barry. If you say, if if I come to you and I say, Barry, I I uh, I want to go to the transfer portal, but I want to play in the bowl game. What would you tell me?
1: I am, I'd have to look at each individual case. Yeah, that's what I would do, and I would tell the team that uh, I'm looking at each individual case as a separate case, and I'll be quite brutally honest with you and tell you where I think you stand, uh, and then we can make the decision uh, from there. Uh, you're about- going
2: to need you're going to need to play because if you don't play, I think it's going to hurt you and yeah. in, in some cases. And, uh, if, you know, if you don't want to play and you're not interested in trying to hit our football team, goodbye.
1: Here's my Go next question. Things. You got, uh, Joe, I don't know what it is. The day's the 5th. I think the signing date's right before Christmas. You got a lot of people talk about staff changes and all that. Well, there's certain guys that have recruited guys and got the relationship with them. Do you, How do you handle that with your coaches if you are going to make some changes? A lot of people are – don't want to do it till after they get the guys signed. Is that fair to the coaches? Let's wait till we get this group signed, and then he lets the staff know, or do you go ahead and make the changes now? That's a delicate situation there. How to handle that uh, with the signing date right around the corner? Um, I don't know. I
2: I I I don't know. I think I think that you go ahead and Barry out <laughs> – I don't think you count your numbers now. I don't think that you look at your numbers. Uh, I think if you can get great player, every player you can get, you get, and you worry about your numbers when it comes time. Yeah, to but count I'm your talking
1: numbers. about are you gonna move coaches on before the signing date who have the relationships with these with these recruits. No, you keep them till the end. Sure, get the guy signed and then you move them. Sure. Whew. Yeah, I think you're right, but that's tough. Uh, and so anyway, all right. There's the music. Uh, we'll get out of here and make way for the Gary Harris Show. Well thank Wayne's Pest Control, Several 100,000 customers across Alabama, Tennessee, and Mississippi since 1973. That's the good folks at Wayne's. Make sure your home is protected for its unwanted pests this fall. They also keep that lawn looking lush and healthy. Eight six six Wayne's one. Tell me you heard on the inside of the locker room and get. off your initial pest control service. You also want to thank Alabama One, one of our great sponsors. Whether you're looking for the car loan, the mortgage, the credit card, whatever you need, these guys are great. They'll sit down with you, find the best solution for you. Go to www.alabamaone.org. Appreciate it, Joe. Uh, A lot of guys have these alerts on their phone, Joe. I know a lot of coaches do that every time somebody goes to the portal, the phone dings. Those phones are going to be dinging all day long. It's a Tide one hundred point nine. It's the home of Alabama Sports. Have a great day, everybody.
0: Thank you for listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on your home for Alabama Sports. Tide one hundred point nine and streaming on the Tide one hundred point nine app. Crimson Tide today is brought to you by Tuscaloosa Chrysler Jeep Dodge and Ram and Pearl River Resort. From the University of Alabama, this
13: is Crimson Tide Today. It's a daily update on Bama sports and it's brought to you by C Spire. C Spire Alabama's fastest internet for your business or home. Learn how to add Gigabit C Spire Fiber to your roster at cspire.com slash alfiber. Hello again, everybody. I'm Roger Hoover. Alabama men's basketball picked up a huge win on Saturday, 78-65 to 65 over South Dakota State at Coleman Coliseum. Head coach Nate Oates met with the media after the win.
10: I mean, it was a good win. Obviously, we didn't play as well as we'd have liked for the middle part of the game. I thought the last maybe eight minutes of the first half, first eight minutes of the second half wasn't what we wanted. But, you know, I think we showed some character. Once we got down one, be able to grind some stops out and get the lead back and extend the lead out. You know, obviously, starting the game, making threes like we did helped. You know, they looked like their game plan was to leave uh, Clowney open.
13: I'll have more in a moment.
5: Hear that? That's Seaspire Country on a Saturday. And while fans show up for their teams, C Spire Business is here to help the stadium's team up their IT game. While the players run ironclad defense, all world-class IT experts do the same with state-of-the-art network security. While the running backs redefine fast.
4: Touchdown!
5: We do too with warp speed connectivity. Discover IT solutions to scale up your business and future proof operations. Welcome to C Spire Country, where
13: blazing fast is how we roll. Visit seaspirecom slash business for details. Throughout the rest of the Athletic year, Hey Coach, is now on Monday nights at 6 p.m. from Howard's Victory Grill in Tuscaloosa. Tonight, we'll be joined by gymnastics head coach Ashley Johnston as well as men's basketball head coach Nate Oates. We'll also cover the latest news on Crimson Tide Athletics. You can watch Hey Coach streaming live on the Crimson Tide Sports Network social media outlets as well as listen to it across the radio network and the Varsity Network app. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by Ceasefire. Crimson Tide Today is production of the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield.
0: Tide 100.9 traffic.
5: From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. Everything looked pretty good on this Monday morning. Now, we do have some congestion on McFarland at US 43 in Northport. Stop and go traffic on McFaulham in the construction zone also in Northport. If you see other conditions, of course, give me a call. Townsend Nissan is in the Christmas spirit, the spirit of giving. They're giving you great deals. Go see them. Top dollar for your trade. I'm Cabin Ray.
0: Town Square Media, along with Spiller Furniture and Towns and Nissan, want to see your holiday spirit and lights. Neighborhoods are shining
9: bright this Christmas, thanks to the countless hours it took you to wrap your trees. Times, temperatures rising through the 60s. Tomorrow, the weather turns warm for December. A good chance of rain, mainly during the morning, the high 75. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 55 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Hi there. I'm your host, Dog, filling in for the human who's normally here, and bringing you the smells and sounds of the holidays,
0: courtesy of begging dog treats.
4: We wish you a ever-